0: This is a BoardWalk Audio Podcast. Christmas and Hanukkah are literally this weekend. Um, That means that you have very little time to get those gifts, those last-minute gifts for your friends and family or loved ones. Well, if you do need a last-minute gift idea, Devastator Press Books and I-W-W-A-O, podcast i will watch anything once have you covered with a large selection of satirical books including stay at home scarface at thedevastatorpress.com. the stay at home scarface is a coloring and activity book about what if tony montana from the movie scarface decided to have a baby and raise a family Well, that's a lot of fun to read and color and figure out all the puzzles and all the different activities. When you go to the website, DevastatorPress.com and use the promo code once, you'll be able to get 10% off that book and any other book on the DevastatorPress.com website. So for those last minute gifts, definitely check out the website, DevastatorPress.com and use the promo code once and get 10% off your purchase. Welcome to I Will Watch Anything Once. I'm your host, Mark David Christensen. Happy holidays to all of my listeners out there. I hope you're having a wonderful holiday season, and I wish you the best. hope this weekend, if you're celebrating Christmas, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, whatever you celebrate, that it is a joyous time with your family and friends and loved ones. And I hope you have time to sit back and relax and actually enjoy a holiday movie for yourself. My favorites, if you haven't seen them, I highly suggest checking them out. My favorites for the season are always Bad Santa, Christmas Vacation, Muppet Christmas Carol. On that soundtrack for Muppet Christmas Carol, there's a song that if I listen to it in public, I will start to cry. Um, it's the song where um, the ghost of Christmas present sings. Um, and the song, is, and the lyric is, um, wherever you um, feel love, it's Christmas. I, that song will, it just, it tears me up every time. I love it. And also my other Christmas movie is Die Hard. Uh, a non-traditional Christmas movie, but it's a Christmas movie, and I think it's a much a must-watch every year. So if you're looking for a holiday movie, I highly suggest those. Um, but we watched a holiday movie on this episode of the podcast with a very good friend of mine. Um, but I just want to give a heads up. There's a little bit of a sound. There's some glitches in there just because um, we thought we were going to be um, recording this with a group of people. So I recorded it on. I didn't have my, my regular mics with me. I recorded it on a, a snowball mic. Not my favorite to record on, but I still think it is a conversation worth Sitting through, even though there's a couple of glitches in there. I do apologize, but I do think this episode is a great holiday gift for any of um, the listeners. So please share it with your friends and family if you enjoy the episode. That would be a great gift um, for the podcast. And remember, you can support all the great podcasts, including this one, on the Boardwalk Audio Network by clicking on that link on the website that says Support Our Artists. That will put push you into the website of amazon.com. From there you just have to make your normal purchases on that website. It doesn't cost you anything. We just get a small kickback and you support us in a great way. So thank you for listening. Let's get to this wonderful Christmas episode with a very funny man who I'm proud to call a friend, Travis Coles. All right, I'm here with Travis Coles, Um and it is we just spent the evening watching um Tyler Perry's Medea um wait, uh what is it
1: called? Medea a, a, a Ma- Christmas movie. Medea Christmas movie. The Madea. Yeah, a Medea Christmas movie. Yeah.
0: Um and it was sure a rough experience for both of us. It
1: was um very yeah, I cringed a lot. It was cringeworthy, I guess. Yeah.
0: Okay, I've never, I've never seen this movie prior.
1: you I did see it. You have seen it, but, but I, I guess I blocked everything out. Yeah. Because as we were watching it again, I was just like, "Oh my god, this is the worst." Or maybe, maybe honestly, I think maybe I'm just more woke now. Okay. I'm not even kidding.
0: Nah, that's okay. Yeah.
1: Because like I would watch these movies with my family and just be like. Obviously, I'm like this isn't funny, but now I'm like, oh my god, this is terrible. Terrible to society. society. Yes, we'll get to that. I think that's one of the major things I want to discuss.
0: But for just for anybody that hasn't seen the movie out there, give us a brief um, synopsis of this movie.
1: (laughs) Because you've seen it prior to me. Okay, so the synopsis, brief synopsis, is that uh, Medea. And her friend uh, decide to go and surprise Medea's friend's daughter in a small town. Southern town. A small southern town. (laughs) Very southern. um, Where, uh, for Christmas, in order to, like, spend time together.
0: Right.
1: Uh, But it turns out that the daughter has a big secret that she's been hiding from her mom. Yeah. Uh... Yeah. Can, should I? We can I can spoil. tell. We're, okay. gonna spoil everything. We're gonna spoil everything. Yeah. Great, because no one should watch this. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, the big secret is that the black daughter is married to a white man. Oh, boy. Uh-oh. And literally, that's what the whole movie is about. Like they spend three acts. It's three whole acts before she even, like, basically comes out with it and is like, yeah, my husband is white. Um, and it's supposed to have a message in it, and it's one of the one of the worst films I've seen in a long time. Yeah, it's...
0: Uh, okay, this is one of the rare ones where I normally... don't. I normally, like, for the podcast, it's, oh, somebody come on and let's watch... A movie you choose. I ch- I wanted to do a Christmas episode, and I had a couple of ideas. And this was the one where I was like, "Oh, I want to like watch. I've never seen a Medea movie ever." Right. Uh, and then I was like, "Okay, I will. I'll see if I can get a group of people to watch this with me." Yeah. And it came down to to us <laughs> to <too>. us <laughs> to watching <laughs> it in my bedroom. In the bedroom on a laptop. Oh man, which was. It only added to probably a little bit of how excruciating this movie was. Which
1: is funny because we both ended up having to rent the movie. <laughs>
0: yeah, we both, I we both had to waste oh, money. I'm so
1: mad, I'm so mad
0: at <laughs> that. I will pay you back.
1: I will give you definitely the money. You have to pay me back. I'm gonna Venmo you at the end of this recording. Uh, the, no, I need cash. Floor. Oh, you want cash? I have <laughs> Cash on me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I
0: have cash. On me. I'm so angry. <laughs> You have uh, all the right to be angry because we I I I rented it on iTunes seven minutes in it froze and it continued to freeze, so we had to rent it on Amazon Video, uh, which uh, ran completely fine. For moments there were maybe some buffering the, the image we got, but it didn't matter. It ended up cleaning itself up for the majority of the movie. You did get a great photo though. Yes, there's a great Instagram photo which. of us of having
1: both rented this fucking horrible, terrible, movie. terrible movie.
0: But like, yeah, so. It's a it's a holiday
1: movie with these trying to force some crazy messages. Yeah, and the thing is, is that I, as far as Medea movies go, and this one is the I've recently we I just went and saw Boo a Medea Halloween right. Um, but I went with friends, and it was kind of like it was kind of a joke because obviously, like Medea movies are a joke, right? Um, But they're meant to be, at least for me, it was just, like, okay, most of them are very, like, lighthearted, and yes, there's, like, a message of, like, Christianity, whatever, but they're just, like, dumb jokes, and they're just not funny, you Mm -hmm. know? Yeah. Um, Or at least I thought, or maybe I just haven't, like, if I go back and rewatch them, all of them have this, like, undertone of, like terrible social messages under them. But I mean,
0: off of only seeing the tonight, I can only guess that they have to, right?
1: I think they all do, but I don't, you know, want to go and do my research on it, to be honest. Right. I mean Like I think this is the last Medea movie I'll watch. Which it, Yeah. Sucks because and you know what? It doesn't even matter because I don't care. Um, but I uh am Tyler Perry's body double.
0: (laughs) Can I be honest? I thought, I, now I personally was
1: not gonna touch on it because I was like,
0: I I was gonna respect that, but the fact that you just brought it up makes me, like, so delighted. Yeah,
1: (laughs) you know what's funny is that after watching this, I was like, I honestly can't ever do that job again. Like, I literally was just like, okay, I'm never doing that again. Because you're you're getting
0: money from something that you don't that's backing a, a message or a point of view. It's
1: crazy because I am not the type of person that's like, "Oh, I am not going to like do work for you know because of something social." Like right. I'm like, "Yeah, uh, give me the money, I'll do it." But this was just so bad that I I don't think I'll ever do that job again. Seriously, good for you. Though, like because- I, that was the last of me being Tyler Perry's body double, and I remember. I actually... And you're
0: the body double, not for the movies, but for promotion. For promotion, promotion. Which, So, like, if you look at the... is I have, a, I have it up right now. The main poster, that's your body?
1: That's me, yeah. That's and then they me. put his head on, right? They put his... There's, like... Are,
0: are, his, are they your hands?
1: They're my hands. <laughs> I know. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, like, I would go into this, like, um, company, I won't say their name, that right. does their, uh, marketing, and I would be in this, like, suit, they would put me in the fat suit, and, like, I would wear the wig, and we would dance around, and we would figure out, like, what we wanted to do that day, and, like, how we were gonna do Medea, um, and that was the main character that I did, but, because I gotta, I honestly want to find... A picture. I will find it for you. But yeah, I think I've, you've shown me the pictures before. Have I shown you? Yes. The, okay. So for when this, when you first one,
0: told like me and the, and the other the other members of Fancy yeah. your mess um, hall team, that you improvised with you. You showed us the image, and it was it blew all of our minds.
1: So the thing is, is that for this particular film, the Christmas movie. Yeah. I. I just remember like oh this is so much fun like not even caring about what I was doing right, cuz they the had job, me like and- riding in a hoopty and like the you know seeing myself on billboards basically was just like wow this is super fun and I'm getting yeah. paid for it um but like never watching the stuff like yeah and this tech this was actually the best job we had done cuz we had um we went on location and they had me like driving around um, downtown LA and I just felt like so cool and there was like a PA that was like do you need anything and technically on my paycheck I was a model which is like uh yeah I wanted to be a model like that's really that's fucking great. cool yeah um and you know after watching that tonight it stripped all of that away from me now that's, I just uh... feel like I've taken money you know from yeah. like the evil corporation that is Tyler Perry
0: that's promoting a, a, a message and a point of view that for society is not is not good.
1: No, absolutely. Let's dive
0: right into that because I think that because this is the thing. Um, I'm a white guy. White, straight, male.
1: <laughs> just so you guys know, <laughs> just, you that know. guy is white.
0: <laughs> but I think, like, I've sort of avoided these movies. And and I say avoided very, like, I would say softly avoided because it's just like, because I'm like, I don't know if it had anything for me anyway. Right. In two, I was like, I don't really want to go down that alley of, like, criticizing these movies. Not, you know what I mean? Because I'd right. be like, ah, I'd feel weird. I'd be like, uh, I'm, I'm not a, I'm not, I'm a privileged white man. I don't, what do I have to say about right. this movie? Do you know what I mean? Like, that'd be like me going to watching Play and be like, this is a ripoff of, uh, Airplane. Airplane, blah, 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 yeah. blah, 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 blah. And be like, you shut the fuck up. But this, right. but watching this, it's like, I feel like I do need to speak up because it's like, you're doing whatever the, I don't get, like, your message that you are doing is so fucking wrong and then it's like i said during the movie it's like it's surprising to me that it's a black man that fucking wrote it i know because it's essentially saying that like that these the black characters in this christmas movie need to learn to get over their issue with race with race exactly and it's like what <laughs> yeah. no like they're no yeah i know and i'm a person that like I'm like the message should be for like how we should start like white like movies should be about like how white people need to start like looking and trying to put themselves in the in the, the shoes of our, of races that are far from us. Yeah, and this is saying so much it's, opposite and not true. It's not so at least from my Tyler opinion.
1: Perry wrote this movie and there is a line in here from uh, the white the the mother of the white uh son, the mother of the white guy that the black woman married um she says i i don't see color um which when white people say that i'm just like okay that's privilege i'm i'm glad you get to not see color right. so I did. I really did not expect it to come from Tyler Perry. I'm just like, what are you thinking? Like, what what right. possessed you to make something like this? Like, literally, there are scenes in this film where the the white parents actually also have a scene where they're like talking to the the daughter, their daughter, their black daughter-in-law, and the black daughter-in-law is like, yeah, my mom. Just had a dream from a different kind of dream for me talking about her relationship and who she thought she was going to marry. Mm-hmm. And the, <laughs> the worst. And, I know the line, and uh, the parents, who by the way are uh, it's, it's, it's Larry, Larry the Cable, the cable Guy, guy. and that's all I can refer to the it. woman mm-hmm. who I love from Sister Act, uh, who I forget. She used to be the larger one. Now she, like, lost weight. She looks great. But she would have looked great either way. But they say to her, they go, when she was having this dream, was it in color or black and white? And that line is just really like, wait. So now we've made it about how this black woman is wrong for... Having an issue with white people. And I'm like, wow, Tyler Perry, like, what are you doing? Like, who is this message for? Like, I don't know. Like, I feel like maybe he's being held hostage or something. Like, maybe he's making these movies. Like, something's going on.
0: There's like a code. Like, here's like, if, I mean, if we're going to give him the benefit of the doubt, <laughs> is it is it like a weird thing where the story he told in this was like, you know, how the corporation was in this weird movie was saying, like, if we give you this money, you got to remove Christ. Yeah. From the Jubilee. Are you saying that maybe he's being controlled by the, these big now studios? Yeah, this big so studios. So they're like, no, you got to write this sort of message and you can't go deeper. But then I'm like, how is that possible? Because what's her name that wrote Selma?
1: Is, Ava Duray. Yes. Yeah.
0: I think it's the complete is the great complete opposite and she's doing the right thing. She's yeah. put, like like I just have to call it like the movie the documentary that came out this year
1: oh, that yeah. I think
0: if you're white or any race, everybody should watch this thirteenth. Yeah. Because it's a fucking education and really like the under the undertow of our history, where we like your history books oh, yeah. don't talk about it. Yeah. And you'll watch it and it will make you hate <laughs> like our history or you hate being white but in the in the way that you can now go forward and go okay I can now know shit and better be a, just be a better person and try to help things better by yeah. knowing more if that makes sense um, it does but it's like that's the message you should be teaching not well, this I don't
1: know it just kind of scares me like cause like for example um like Stacy Stacy uh, Dash she uh, is one of those people that is just like very vocal about her. Like, who's Stacy Dash? She was in Clueless. She was the black um, woman oh, yeah, in Clueless. Yeah, yeah. She um, has gone on record to be like, you know, I don't know why there shouldn't be a BET because, and like, there shouldn't be a Black History Month. Um, so, her and Tyler Perry. Are doing this like uncle tom thing mm-hmm. and it's just for me it's i don't understand it so much because of how blatant the history and like how like obvious are the the non-privilege is for people yeah. of their color and so i'm just like what is really going on like i actually thought that maybe like i don't know like maybe they have like kids and like they're kidnapped and they're like you have to like
0: Good. So I think you're going to an extreme.
1: I am, but, but no, it just is uh, so but, scary.
0: But I don't think I don't think you might be not completely off though. I don't. I can't see them. Maybe the extreme is your ham. Your family's being held hostage and so forth. But they are maybe. I can easily see that like, they are going to continue to take these positions. Maybe I mean I'm walking out on a, a very touchy bridge right now. I would not put it past anybody for whatever reasons that if you don't, if they, maybe they, their fear is they sway away from that and they speak up that they're going to lose the money.
1: That's like true.
0: Tyler Perry is a very, like, we have to say Tyler Perry is a very rich and privileged he man. He is a point, rich privileged regardless man. Regardless of what race he is. He yeah. is rich and privileged. Right. So he's playing it. He's In a weird way, he's playing it safe. I don't, it's a weird safe. Yeah, but he, it feels like he might be just in the fact to stay on top and keep uh, that money
1: flowing. That's true. It's that's that so would explain is, same- him like still being straight. I'm doing air quotes <laughs> um, because like I feel like be- his message of Christianity that is like definitely the number one message yeah. that is always in all his movies. Like mm-hmm. he at this point would not be able to come out. Actually, he, like, had a child. Um, that came out, like, pretty recently. But oh, really? he had a kid. But here's the thing. It was with a woman that he's not with. They're not married. Mm-hmm. And it just happened to be an accident. I'm also doing air quotes. Because
0: accident? <laughs> yeah,
1: I, it was an accident. And now we're having a kid. Because I think people were just like... um Everyone was under the assumption that he was gay. And then all of a sudden he has a child. But for me, I was like, my heart was broken because I'm like, oh my God, like this poor guy, like, I think you're just afraid that you're going to lose everything that you have. Yeah. By coming, like being your true self. By being your true self. And that sucks that your non-true self has made like a lot of money. A shit ton. Because
0: I looked up the box office for this movie we watched tonight, which we found
1: Utterly cringeworthy. Which we helped make money keep. What is the number? Jesus. Yeah,
0: we paid for it twice today. What is it? Fifty-three point four
1: million in U.S. I cannot. It was made
0: for twenty-five, which is baffling to me because it looks so shitty.
1: It's all the actors. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The budget
0: just paying for them. Um, but that is that's bonkers, right? That's crazy. Wow. that That's how much this small little movie made. And, I mean, so many people went to this. I know. But then there's a thing to me, like, this is another, I don't I really am not in the position to even speak for this. But I think this was something that was very fascinating to me that came from that documentary, 13th, Mm -hmm. that one of them talks about, about, like, how eventually the way that, like, America decides to start talking about, um, like, black males growing up, then the, the community, the black community started to believe it. Oh yeah, and that's what, what's scary to me is that there's a black community that's fee- that Tyler Perry is fueling to believe to continue to believe that like possibly go yeah 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 we should we should we, we are we the, need, problem. We're the problem yeah we need to better understand our white
1: uh, that's that's, and that's obviously scary. well <laughs> that's scary but it's also. um. It's also very infuriating only because yeah. it's been going on for so long. And I think that's why people like Spike League and, you know, all these other people call him out. You know, he, they're just like, he's a, he's a coon. He's like a, he's like an Uncle Tom. Mm-hmm. And what the, what he's doing is like very, very harmful. And he's just, he's also feeding into it because As privileged as he is, like at the end of the day, he is still a black man in America. You know what I mean? Yeah. So his money, like, sure, like good for him. It does it's never gonna change that. But that's the problem. That's another thing. It's like the idea of the American dream. You know, if you're a black man, like obviously you you know, you work hard, you make money and you are a success. Um For black men, it's like you work hard, um, you make money, and then success meaning you are finally like just halfway on like now you're like on the playing field, you know, whereas if you're not like if you're not like a like a rich person, for the most part, you're just like you're always just going to be black and you're always going to be inferior and that's just like something that's ingrained and it's not anything it's not obviously it's not true but that is just something that is like a societal like systematic problem
0: yes exactly
1: and for him he doesn't even know that he's playing into that for him he's probably like I'm one of the good ones. And it's like, Oh my God, buddy, but that like, thought you don't that even, I'm one
0: of the good ones. Yeah. That means you think there's these other, you're playing into the fact that there are bad ones.
1: Yeah. Just because you're black. Just because you're black. But be... so it's just like this self hatred. Like I look at him and I'm just like, man, this is a guy that does not love himself. And it's so sad because I under, I totally get why he doesn't, you know, right. like I get it. Um, it's not right what he's doing um i don't know if he'll ever understand i mean especially because now on top of that you have the idea of like greed over you you know like i don't know what it's like to have like 400 million dollars like i said i'm the type of person that's like i'll do whatever for money just because i want to like travel and stuff like that but like i'm the same way but you know so, but I I've never luckily have not like been given an opportunity to be like, sell all of your beliefs and like your core values, and you will have riches beyond anything you could have ever imagined. Um, today on my high horse, after like watching that movie, I'm thinking, hell no, I would never do that. But like, he, a, he used to live in his car, you know what I mean?
0: We can we can talk on our high horses as much as we want. Yeah. Tomorrow, if someone offered me a certain amount of money for anything, right now, especially where I am in my life, just financially and right, stuff, in right, like right. the corner I'm in, <laughs> right. I'm going to be yeah. like, yeah, sure. Yeah, I'll do it. I'll do it. <laughs> That'll get me out of debt. they will get me out of debt. They'll just get me squared away <laughs> with credit cards. Great. I don't have to feel like a loser in the yeah. morning. You know what I
1: mean? Oh, my God. The
0: fear that I will, like, like, I, <laughs> nothing's going to happen ever again. I can't take somebody out that I like because I'm in debt and I feel dumb and, yeah I'll do anything you want what do you right. want what do you want from me right
1: uh, thank god we're not offered this shit we yeah, would be just, just as we sell out bad. faster we sell out fast and we're smarter so we could just like really ruin the world yeah exactly so it, it, there's always going to be that
0: you, you, we can we can acknowledge it but we have now we have to be even more careful about it because we like you yeah. said we're smarter and we're even a little more maybe aware but he is—he is, he is a—I mean—I want to get even—I mean—we should dive into more of just like aesthetically what the fuck is dumb about this movie. Oh yeah, but I need we to didn't some, even but get into the, really what's, that. But really, what's—but what's really there is this bigger thing right there, Mac, and De- in front of us that we have to talk about, which is Tyler Perry and his, his point of view. Also, though, he is such a—he is an enigma to me because, did you see Gone Girl? He was in that. And I did see He's him He's a in decent that. actor too, which is fucking terrible. That he's does this great
1: decent. Thing. Let's just like underline that and bold that. Yeah. Decent.
0: But he had like, he weirdly came out after that movie came out. Apparently, the Christian community got, got a little guff with him being in it. And he had like a weird like article where he came out and he like spoke in an interview and said, like, oh, he didn't know what he was doing. Like, right. weirdly took like a position of, of like ignorance of like, oh, I like. I didn't know this was the movie I was in. And I was like and and what's weird is probably people of his fans believed him. And I was just like, That's insane. How you how could you not know you were in a David Fincher movie with that all that material? You you're an actor, you would have gotten a full script, you would have yeah. done a table read, you would have done a re- especially Fincher, you would have done fucking rehearsals.
1: Yeah. There's like it's weird that's like And you probably fought for that role. Yeah. You know what I mean? And
0: it's, like, weird that, like, to keep this thing that we're talking about, his whatever greed or the money, and to keep him s- still safe in this position so he can make sure that an audience would go to boo Madea, <laughs> <I> mean <sighs> Medea Halloween, he had to, like, come up with, like, a fucking silly lie.
1: Oh, my God. To,
0: to prove that, like, oh, no, 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 I, I'm in this movie, but I don't back it up.
1: Which is so weird. You know what's crazy? I don't even know how to even relate to that position. It just makes me think, like... I thought that when you got rich, you were able to... That's when you definitely could stop living your life for other people. And it seems like this guy is just, like, really... He's just... they, The audience, the community, they have him wrapped around his finger. Like, for the most part, everything he does is super calculated, because if he has to say, I didn't know what movie I was in for a David Fincher movie, like, clearly he really cares and is, wants to make sure that his fan base is on his side. Yeah. But the thing is, is that he's so rich that he doesn't need them. Like, he can do and make whatever he wants. He will be set for the rest of his life. And it's not like people will lose him. And we're living in a society now that... I mean, while it's still pretty crazy, it is progressive, and people would be on his side if he, like... I don't know, if he wanted to, like, be his authentic self, I really want to believe that that's in there. Um, I think it is. People would be on board, you know what I mean? And he has all the money, he could do it, he's literally, like, he could do it. But it just kind of, like... It sucks. It's like a mental form of slavery.
0: I think you're right. I think I think money is a form. It's a, it's a trap. I think I think what you just said, you spoke to, something that is very important. I think for just individuals to try to learn is like, you shouldn't wait to have that money to feel like you gotta live for yourself. Right. You should. You gotta start living with yourself with the lowest of lows, so that when you get to those highs, you can probably be be able to do it more, in a more valuable way. Do you know what I mean? Cause yeah. For whatever that means for you. Because I would hope that I can – if I was to get in that position, I would hope this is is that I'm already living who I want to live and then I get the re- – I, I somehow earn or get rewarded and get to that wealth. But then I could probably like continue to be myself then find the way to turn it back and give other people.
1: What is... Do you mean through your own way of, like... The problem is, is that, know, like... It's a fantasy. <laughs> well, you know, you want to believe that, like, when you're at your lowest, like, that's when you're, you're most authentic. You're like, mm-hmm. you know what? This is my lowest... Mo- like, I am... I'm broke, and I, you know, don't know when my next meal's gonna come. So... But I'm doing this work because I'm passionate about it, and this is what I care about. Um, And that's when, like, your great work comes out. But, like, it's weird because now that I'm thinking about it, that's when Medea, the plays, were born. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if it just started off as him just wanting to be, you know, in drag or, like, cross-dressing. Or as this character, Medea, this Mm -hmm. woman, where, let's be serious, when you say he's a decent actor, like, he's decent. But when he puts on that costume, he's like the most comfortable. Like I don't think I've ever seen him more comfortable on screen, unless he's got a wig on and he's got like, you know. I mean, he's just tits to play. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So if that, I mean, yeah. If that (laughs) was, I don't know what the like spark for that was. I just imagine, like, him doing a character, you know, like, being free, putting on a wig for the first time in his car after, like, eating, like, fries from McDonald's because he couldn't afford any other food. Mm -hmm. And then just, like, having fun in his car home, you know?
0: Yeah.
1: And then it turned into this thing where I just... I want to believe that he didn't want to create this, like, super Christian character because that would mean (laughs) that he's also, like a firm believer that if he if he isn't who he is and he's like hiding a part of himself Mm -hmm. then that means that he is so in denial and is so like wrapped up in the idea that he's like gonna go to hell because that's like a southern thing like southern baptist like you're an abomination if you I mean I remember I was called that like the pastor was just like homosexuality is an abomination oh. and I was just like um yeah well <laughs> I'm I'm cool with that cause <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna go fuck your son later <laughs> you know like <laughs> cool <Right. laughs> you know but how was it <laughs> it was amazing um but so it, and it can really like that shame like sticks with you for forever You know? And it just Mm kind of goes to show, if he is, like, obviously, I don't know. Like, we'll never know um, unless I'm blowing him. But... (laughs) Which I won't, because I would... I mean, maybe I would, though. Maybe I would blow him to be like, let me help you. (laughs) Let me help you get out of this. open him up. Right? I'd be like, bitch, you need to read Brene Brown. She has a lot to talk about on Shame. Have you read... You know Um, Brene Brown?
0: I read Brene Brown this year. um, uh, Daring Great
1: Lake. Oh. Wonderful book. So good. I think all her talks are very helpful. Oh, my God. All Uh, her TED Talks, if you ever want to just cry. Just, like... Watch them.
0: And kind of, like, get an understanding of, like, oh, this is why I'm, like, not getting,
1: mm-hmm. like, communicating well. or Yeah.
0: Like, I learned a lot this year because of her book that, like, oh, vulnerability, my, the way I, life, I'm a vulnerable, I like, I do believe vulnerability is a very, a, a strength. Oh, yeah. But I feel like, oh, like, really, like, the reason I'm not, I'll, like, like, okay. I learned this year a lot that, though, how much it's a strength rather than trying to feel like it's a weakness yeah do you know what I mean like cause I'm a very like wear a lot of shit on my sleeve but that will cause co- for a long time it would cause me to be like oh no I'm weak you know what I mean yeah like this person thinks I'm weak that's why I'm not like with them or this cause I'm just that and in the end I'm like no fuck that uh. like I'm I'm wanting to put everything on the line if I don't get if I don't get the result which in the end I just learned too that like you can't you can't place results on anything yeah. If you start doing that, then you lose really what the truth of your intention was or, like, the passion behind whatever you choose to do. And I, th- uh, I think that goes for whether you're pursuing, like, something bigger like a career or even, like, if you love somebody but if you're doing something and you expect – if you place a result on it, you end up in trouble. Yeah. Do what I mean? So now I'm just trying to be like, well, this is what I want to do. And I check. And if I'm stopping myself because of fear, I go, oh, then do it. <laughs> because. Yeah. Because that you shouldn't. Because that means your fear is just because you, you're you you sort of going, well, the fear is that because I want this expectation if I don't get it. And it's like, well, you know what? Remove the expectation. Just do the thing for whatever reason you want.
1: Yeah. You know I know like I to mean? do. Uh, what is something I like to say to myself is like. Put in the footwork, um, but stay out of the results. You know, that's great. because what's the point? Like, you're—I'm not in control of that. Like, none of that stuff. Nobody is. I have no idea what's going to happen, but I can control like what I do, like the footwork I put in. Right, and right. you know, there's no—I mean, obviously you have goals. Like, you can have a goal, um, and that's fine. But. You know, if you're, like, this is... If you have it mapped out, like, in your future tripping all the time, Mm -hmm. you're just going to be so let down. And then, even worse, you might quit, which is just, like, oh, no, don't do that. Yeah. You know? I think
0: you're right. I think you're 100% right. And I've, I've... I don't know about you, but I've definitely, like, being in L.A. and pursuing an acting career for the last... Coming up on eight years, it's, like, there's days where I'm, like, fuck. Yeah. Like, I've had a, like, maybe twice I've said to myself should I give this up Mm. and one time I was around somebody that was dating I was dating and they're like no you shouldn't and I'm like yeah you're right
1: (laughs) but like but
0: I mean I've done it for myself and say I'm not going to but you do have to put in the footwork and it's just sometimes it's tough yeah sometimes the footwork is tough but you just kind of like power through but I think you're right in that footwork because you have to do that with anything oh yeah I'm learning like and you have to be like willing to like just be like hey i this is, a, this is a dumb example. It's like... Um, it's even just making a choice of like... I want to do this gesture for somebody. And they'll you'll hit a wall and be like... But... Oh, maybe they don't want it. Or maybe they'll take this. Or they'll like back off because of this. I had to hit it like a wall and be like... Well, what's my intention?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Is my intention because it will... It will lead to this. And I'll get this because of it. Or... And I go, okay... If I can remove that and still want to do it, and, it, oh, my intention is just to, like, give this person
1: something that maybe will make them happy and be honest, then I'm, like, I'm going to go through with it. Oh, yeah. Does it make like? It does make sense. I find myself, like, thinking when, I, when I'm around people, I'm like, wait, why are you about to spark up this conversation with this person? Is it really because you want to have a conversation with them, or do you, like think that maybe they can, like, help further you, or, like, you can get something out of it. Like, I I check my intentions, um, just, like, as a a little brief, like, you know, self check-in, and like, okay, what are you, what's this for? And, honestly, getting out of myself, and um, my success has all come from, and this is gonna be really weird to say, because I never thought I would say anything like this, but, helping others without, you know, wanting anything in return. Uh, And the only, and here's what it does, because it's kind of altruistic, but not really. It gets me out of myself so that I'm not worried about me. You know, it's just like, okay, let's do something for someone else so that I can get out of my own fucking head. And that, like, trains, like, retrains my brain. And then I get, like, a break from this fucking thing this ego inside of here so yeah. i i love fucking doing shit for other people i'm like oh my god please yes like it's, what do you need so yeah
0: I, I i'm with you 100 that way and i think like and i think even if it means you have to like do it a couple of times like kind of like with that knowledge of, like this is going to benefit me it's like it might be but it's like in the end it's like you just you're re You're putting up different Mm patterns in your life rather than going, What am I gonna get out of this? But I recently think I broke broke a little bit of ground on that too and I caught myself being able to actually talk to some people that I even knew for the over a year now, over a couple of years, and ask them about how their career is doing without me one, thinking it's gonna like ooh, what are they gonna give me? Like Mm -hmm. from there or and not placing a comparison to it oh, yeah. not going oh you're telling me about the show you worked on and but my brain going well I'm not there yet and mm. using it as a parameter to judge myself I was able just to be like I thought I'm really genuinely happy for your success Yeah, I'm still working on mine but I has nothing to do I just want to share it, let you know you're doing great yeah, and it, like it does help, and and I do think it's a thing that you have to work on at all, like all the time. I don't think it's like a hey, a quick fix. Yeah, but if you can, it feels it feels. I for me, probably for you, I hope so. Like I walk away from that conversation about that feeling way better about everything rather than going away from it going. I'm judging myself.
1: Absolutely. And, like you know what I mean I absolutely know what you mean and
0: that that constant beating yourself up especially what we what we're pursuing it's like god you can find yourself I mean I bet it's anywhere else anybody what they pursue you beat yourself up if you're not hitting what your goals or whatever you no but you know it's all different for every fucking everybody else so you know there's no one path
1: as they Uh say oh my god Jesus. There's definitely one. I mean,
0: Tyler Perry's taking a different one into this movie.
1: Tyler Perry. <laughs> oh, my this, God.
0: Like, diving back into the movie. Uh,
1: Just was not even. Remember that? Oh, my God. The scene where they. St- the scene stolen straight from Crash. That, ugh. that was out of nowhere. When, okay, so the mom, the black mom. Having just a hard
0: like, time. Having with... a hard
1: time accepting that her daughter is married to a white man, decides to moat and, like, walk into town on her own, and she randomly runs into an, a turned upside-down, like, truck with Chad Michael Murray in it, <laughs> and there's gas leaking. Chad Michael Murray in this movie was the character who was, like, the villain he was like the southern villain who like didn't like anyone yeah because and i guess he represented like um bad white people i guess because but, i but don't not really but not really were, uh, i
0: what i say this there was never i would say going off the point of view that we've we we determined is like Sort of trying to get black people to, like, accept whites. Oh my god, you're so right. There's no bad, bad There was only the Ku Klux Klan, and that's it.
1: Oh yeah, the Ku Klux Klan, which, by the way, that Ku Klux Klan scene was literally, like, a slapstick comedy joke. I'm like, that's... That's some serious shit. I cannot believe that Tyler Perry, like, in your... What in your right mind, if you know your history, anyone would make a joke out of the Ku klux klan you know right especially something that's like a, a hate group yeah it's like hey guess what you know the first movie ever screened in the white house was birth of a nation and they sure as fuck didn't make a joke out of the Ku klux klan no. they fucking legitimized it so how fucking dare you Make a joke out of that. Like, and not even, like, a commentary on it the way, like, Dave Chappelle did, yeah, you know, in the show. Like, not even, like, a commentary, but, like, literally, like, this is funny. Like, ha, ha, ha. I
0: I just walked into a room with Klu Glass Klan. Gotta run away. Run away.
1: And, like, playing the, like, Andy Dick music. Like, oh, my God, I hated that. There was literally no bad white people. Anyway, so the mom saves... You know, she has to, like, get over her hatred of white people and, like, save Chad Michael Murray from pulling—by pulling him out of the car. This old lady. This old woman. <laughs> gas is leaking, and all of a sudden there's sparks, and it starts to light on fire, and I'm like, oh my god, it's the scene from Crash. It's
0: exactly the same. Oh. It just didn't have the budget to do certain, like— Good
1: cinematography, honestly. yeah. Oh my god, and like Thandie <laughs> Newton wasn't there to be like, Oh my yeah. god, you put your finger inside my butthole, you know? Yeah, that movie, by the way. Okay, so I'm just taking a, the deviation to Crash. Here's the thing everyone loved Crash, I think and I could. was just like, It's the worst piece of shit,
0: I've it's ever seen. the most. Uh, it's terrible it's so it's contrived
1: and then I found out that Paul Haggis was a Scientologist and I was like oh I get it he did leave it you know he that, did right? leave it and I did well, actually
0: like his the movie that followed that from What? him what was it uh, it's one with Tommy Lee Jones it's about oh, his son invest- oh uh, no country invest- for
1: old men no <laughs> <laughs> no uh,
0: I can't remember the name of it right now but uh, it's it's him investigating like his son's like murder or death when yeah. he's a marine and it's a really good, like, good commentary on, like, just the way America's going and stuff. Okay, well. Uh, but but uh, only on his I – I'm mean, only defending him because, like, I I do think trash is, Crash is trash. Yeah. And the year that it stole, because of that dumb movie, like, Hollywood being – I think Hollywood – I'm, I love Hollywood's progressive. I get it, but that was a movie where they wanted to show everyone they're progressive.
1: Oh, so they gave all the awards. They gave yeah. all the awards.
0: That it took Best Picture from Brokeback Mountain, and I think Brokeback Mountain was by far.
1: Wait, no way. Yeah, that's
0: the same year that Brokeback Mountain was up for Best. Picture. No, no, no. Ang Lee, no,
1: wait, no way. I honestly thought I that Brokeback Mountain won Best Picture. No,
0: Ang Lee won Best. Uh, director of that year for *Brokeback*, and it went to crash, and it's like fuck, it sucks. Cause *Brokeback Mountain* is beautiful. It's, it's a, so, so beautiful. So beautiful. The, the, everything, every touch of that movie, the acting, the the the, the cinematography, the directing, the the soundtrack wow. is one of my. Favorites.
1: I'm so sad about that. Yeah,
0: it's 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 a bummer. Cause uh, I love that. I taught. Um, here's a fun fact, a weird fact. Um, the year before I moved to L.A., I taught a semester of uh, film and culture oh. at the community college well, wow. in Utah. And uh, and if you know anything about Utah, it's it's very conservative state, mm-hmm. a bunch of Mormons. So I had to teach a bunch of Mormons. And I grew up Mormon, but I don't believe in it and all that. And I made it very clear that all these students are like, we're going to watch R-rated movies, blah, blah, blah. So many kids clearly did not read my syllabus or listen to me because throughout the class they were like, can we watch Alternatives? I'm like, no, you're in college if you want to drop out of the class. You you know what I mean? You're like, it's your choice. We're not in high school anymore. It's not like, and I had, I, when we got to uh, homosexuality and culture, it was the worst conversation through the entire thing. It's like everybody was open to race when we'd talk about race and other things and women's rights and shit like that. But when we got to that, we watched The Birdcage, and then we watched Brokeback, and it was the hardest conversations to have. People
1: oh, my just, God.
0: People just put up a wall and go, no, it's just bad. We
1: don't that's, work. I mean, <sighs> that's what that's what happened. This year, I mean, all those people, I mean, I gotta say, the minorities that, you know, voted for that man, um, a lot of them were Christian, and a lot of them had a problem with gay and lesbian and like transgendered and like they yeah. just that is the that's where they draw the line yeah it's you like, know
0: and i think and, and it, what's sad is it's just an unknown
1: that's all it is to me i'm like it's just an unknown i actually just had kind of a falling out with um a friend of mine in la um he was super christian um, and I, we would go to church together. We mm-hmm. went to like this really hip church in town, and you know, we just had never really talked about like me and like the fact that I was gay. And yeah. so, I just brought it up one day because he, like, we were we met at this like cafe in West Hollywood, and I was like, what better time when we had been friends for like over four years? And I was just like, hey, you know, I don't know like how you feel I know you're Christian and we have like great conversations and I really love and respect you I just want to know like where you stand with what you think of me like as a gay man I just feel like I need to know and it was you know during the election and like everything that was going on and like you know I just have no room in my life anymore for people that don't accept who I am Um, and he told me what he said was You know, I don't know where I stand with that because biologically, I don't understand it. It just doesn't make any sense biologically because you can't procreate. And I was just like, fuck, like that is still, that's still a thing. But
0: That is such a fucking, uh, that makes me really angry.
1: Oh, I'll tell
0: you. I mean you I can't imagine I mean
1: yeah no for you
0: I can't imagine Um, but like that makes me angry because it's just like it it makes me go there are so many great things it just makes me go like so you're telling me that we're built this way. Our bodies are built this way. Yeah. Only for one fucking purpose. We're supposed right. to fucking procreate. So when I fucking have sex, I'm supposed to just, it has one thing and there's no pleasure in it. Ah. Uh, that, to me, if you go and you go back to that archaic thing, not only does it take away from like the idea of homosexuality, like people like that can't be possible, that to me, then you're going backwards to be like, women, we, there should be no pleasure in women's side. It's just about procreation. You shouldn't even feel. You know what I mean? Oh, no. That's yeah. That's where all that comes from. And I'm just like, you gotta be fucking kidding! I know. You eliminate so much pleasure out of what life is and sexuality um, by following that fucking thing. And also, like that, I'm like, fuck you. Yeah. Fuck you, because you, you, like you're telling me that we are just built for this one purpose. We can't choose not to have children. Like I, this last year, have had to like face the fact that like I don't know if I really want kids. I like kids. Yeah. But I was, like, I, uh, an event occurred in my life this year where I was, like, sort of, like, presented with the idea of, like, oh, somebody telling me, like, you want kids, and they didn't. And I was, like, I took that, and then I, like... And then a series of events occurred, but, like, I was, like, do I? Or have I just been told I wanted to, and that's one of those things I bought into. Right. And I think maybe, like, I'm open to the idea of kids, but I was, like, isn't that a goal of mine? I know. I had to really assess the fact, like, I don't... There's not a goal in my life where I go, you know what? I never lined that up and went, this is what I want. I want this career, this, I'm married, and then have these kids and raise kids and blah, blah, blah. It was just more of like, I think I was just told I, that's what I was supposed to like.
1: Because I came from a Mormon
0: culture. So to to, to say biologically, not like, uh, it, 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 sorry, I went off on a tangent.
1: Well, no, what sucks too for me is like, if you think about it, like poor, poor guys that are like straight who do want to procreate? Who who like believe that? Who can't like physically do it? It's just right. like wow, you must really just like believe that you don't have a purpose anymore. Yeah. Like so,
0: a woman that finds out that she her body can't have children, oh, she's supposed yeah. to just be thrown away. Oh, yeah. you can't procreate, so therefore you're worthless.
1: Fuck you. I know.
0: Like that's so. I just don't get. I don't even understand, especially with like the messages that that's at the core of Christianity. Like, if you go, like, and I I mean, I'm the most, not super educated, but growing up in a a Christian religion, really, like, what Christ is preaching and stuff, I think they, like, don't ever go back to it. No. His main message is just like, hey, fucking love everybody. He's a guy that went down he would hang out he's he, he's known to go hang out at the pro with prostitutes not because he's some fucking swinger dude but because he's like this is where people are being authentic yeah this is where your the love is needed i'm gonna show up yeah and every christian doesn't
1: do that which is funny Sorry. because this guy this guy we would have talks about this all the time uh-huh. and it's just so weird to me that he like that was that's what i'm saying like for some reason homosexuality is the that is just like the crux it's like nope this is where i draw the line there's no way that i can believe in that Mm -hmm. and and i don't know i just felt so duped because we would have conversations and he like wrote these great papers about how like christianity is moving like far away from what it used to be um and the message um, and so, th- but the message for everyone, but unless you're gay, which is like, right. oh God, I hate that. I hate it so much. Right. Um,
0: I, there was a, I want to find this documentary cause I remember listening to an NPR thing about, they were breaking it down how like a lot of people quote certain things from the Bible about anti-homosexuality. And this guy had done enough, some research and discovered that like during one of the big ones they pull from, and I don't know the book because I don't know the Bible well enough, but the, when, it's when Moses could, takes the Jews out into the desert. And there's in there's, there's, there's a passage that people quote a lot, of, like, don't lay next to your another man or whatever. And historically, that message has nothing to do with homosexuality. What it has to do with is that when he, Moses takes the Jews from Egypt to free them, they're limited. They're low numbers. So procreation becomes a survival thing. Has nothing to do with homosexuality. He's just saying we need to survive. So for the time being, you need to not lay with the opposite because we got to fucking, we have to get our numbers up and survive. (laughs) Which is so fascinating. It has nothing to do with like, don't fuck a guy or fuck another woman. I love that. I love (laughs) the idea of like
1: going to West Hollywood and like the earth is struggling and it's just like, guys. (laughs) Look, we just need to kind of take a little bit of a break. Or just
0: come fuck a couple women for yeah, us please, so we can just, fucking, like, get our numbers up. Please.
1: the world's <laughs> take, Just take this one like for this one. Yeah, throw. just this one. <laughs> We're all doing our part. I fucked Martha yesterday. <laughs> put my seed in her. Oh, my God, it was the worst thing I've ever done. But, my God, it had to be done.
0: <laughs> but it's just things get convoluted, I think
1: over time. Oh yeah. Got, oh
0: God. we've got a lot of places uh, this movie is spurred. I don't even know if I I don't even know if we need to
1: dive in. it's, it's I can't like, talk about that movie. not
0: anymore because I mean again, it's low quality. I think we've hit on everything. It's That's terrible, really terrible, terrible.
1: but like the social message that that comes from this movie is so uh, detrimental to everything that (laughs) that I stand for and that most people that I know stand for and like as far as progression I just don't understand how a black man who came from nothing um, and now has you know privilege and you know financial privilege could send a message like that to people that he knows he has a platform and people listen to him like you just have a responsibility and you totally fucked it up and you are just monetizing off of oppressing people even more so than they already are it's so insane how that works it's just really just blows my mind and I honestly don't know how I'm gonna sleep tonight it's so fucked up I'm so sorry dude it's so it's so infuriating it
0: uh, so I have two questions of her, that, before we wrap for you so first one is what are a movie what is a movie you can suggest to listeners and myself mm-hmm. that either movies that you would suggest that are like show a truthful um, uh, to the best degree because movies are just not exactly the experience but are a truthful representation of um, uh, a black experience or a homosexual experience that you would be like hey watch this movie because I think this will give you a little insight to that sort of lifestyle especially like because I'm a person I like I don't want to watch I don't want to watch right. stuff. I don't like the idea that I can't watch stuff that's not relatable to me I live my yeah. own life I want to watch other people like I can be educated through other people's experiences
1: so the top two movies that come to mind one of them is recent and another one is just like an older one um the first one that's recent is Moonlight. Um, I've it's, seen it. I've... I mean, it's just so well, good. You talk about
0: it, but I mean, oh.
1: I'll just say that it is the the most perfect um, representation of what I believe the black experience and the homosexual experience is. <laughs> um, but just also the human experience. Like there are so many nuances in that where I'm just like, fuck. Like, every small detail, everything mattered. And, you know, the director and the writer, they all, like, took their time and, like, made something very beautiful. And there is... It's not even a message. It's its more of... I like films that have um, a message that, you know, and the audience kind of goes away with it some of the audience like my friends and i we went and saw this movie and everyone went away with their own like thing um each very important but like taking a perspective and not like this is this is the message i have for you about what it's like to be a black like gay man in america mm-hmm. um so that i i highly recommend i
0: highly recommend it too because i have saw um
1: and it's for everyone it's, like it's not just like see it. and i hate the idea of like there being a black movie that's a whole other that that's a whole other podcast yeah um, we'll, we'll have you back no. <laughs> <laughs> but
0: like i that movie i never got to tell you because we were around people that had not seen us we couldn't talk oh, but that yeah. has one of my I think my favorite scene of the entire year in it, and it's the scene at the table at the end of the first act oh my god This end of the first act is, I think is one of the most beautiful scenes where he's ever asking him
1: if he's, he's a drug gay. dealer and yeah, yeah, if he's gay
0: yes that is oh god that I was crying I'll
1: probably cry talking about don't, it right now don't like let's not
0: but that is such beautiful everything's perfect about it yeah but just him having to be like you get to decide that yeah. Like, that is amazing. And then I think that's... It, to me, that movie takes masculinity and just turns it on its head and shows Oh, up. yeah. Like, because in that same scene, you're dealing with the homosexuality of this kid dealing with that. But then when he tells him, that that guy who who's rough, he's known as, like, the guy that is probably scary yeah. in the neighborhood and super masculine to everybody. Mm-hmm. And when that child says, are you a drug dealer? And he has to reveal to him, and you watch him crumble because he loses that relationship. I know. you're just like... No matter what you put up, yeah. you still are soft like anybody else. Oh yeah, and I look, oh,
1: beautiful. And the thing is, is that it's like, what what is it to be a man? It, I think that is the question that it asks. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just so so fucking good. It's gonna win everything. I hope it does. As it should. As it should. Um, okay. But then you're the second the movie. second movie I would say is just more of a nostalgic um, film for me. This one is called Soul Food, uh, and this was like I've never made seen in the nineties. Um, and it was just about this like black family, and uh, you know them getting together during when you know whenever they're coming together to eat, um, which is a very like for me i think that's just a family experience you get together and you eat food and you like have a good but soul food um which is what people call a lot of the like southern foods um like collard greens like fucking like fried chicken like all Mm -hmm. that stuff like that's just really southern but i mean you know everyone eats it it's like for me it's called soul food i guess because there is the idea of the black community in it Mm -hmm. um and what i love about it is the matriarch of the family which is the grandmother um which for me from my experience that is so true it was so true for me like our grandmother like held the family together and in this movie like after the grandmother passes away and the family, like, falls apart. But what brings them together is, you know, the meals and the, like, community that they had when, you know, the way that she would bring it together. And it was, like, how she used to cook it. It was just, it's so beautiful. And you know what? I haven't seen it in a long time, but, like, that movie, like, really resonated with me, and it still does. It's sad. Like, right now, you know, it's holiday season, we're supposed to be getting together with our family, but, like, you know, like, my family right now is just, like, kind of broken. Mm-hmm. And we don't have that, like, community the way we used to. And it's it's kind of sad, like, um, thinking about it, but that movie, those two movies, I think, are the top ones that I can think of as soon as you, like, asked me that question. I was That's like, great. those are the movies.
0: Awesome, thanks. And then the final question uh, before we wrap up is... This podcast is about. I will. Watch, I personally will watch anything once. However, is there a movie? Are there movies or movies that Travis that you choose to to avoid or don't watch? And and so what?
1: Movies that I choose is there to a avoid.
0: Genre or is there a type?
1: Genre. If you don't, you don't. But I was just curious. Oh my god! Is there a movie I choose to avoid? I guess recently I've just been like, you know, avoiding films that are made by people I just generally cannot respect. Um, you know, there's that whole like the Nate Parker Birth of a Nation thing, uh the mm-hmm. allegations and like who who I support. Oh, right. And, like, Casey Affleck and Manchester by the Sea and, like, all that. Um,
0: What's the controversy? There's a controversy
1: behind that? Yeah, he, there's, like, sexual harassment Mm -hmm. allegations against him that aren't really being talked about. But that's, like, a whole other thing. But, like, so, like, the other night I really wanted to go, um, this was a while ago, I wanted to go see Rosemary's Baby. Um, And then I was just like, oh, my God, like, what what does that make me like if i'm supporting that kind of director like what right. like what am i doing um but it's a lot of work to be honest cuz it's so complex and not everyone is like perfect so i have to figure out like wh- how shitty someone has to be for me to like not right. see their stuff cuz apparently we're all human and we all like do shitty things all um ones, but yeah but at the moment i guess that's the only thing that i've been like I'm going to avoid. So I haven't seen those movies. Um But there's not really... I think if it's just, like, bad... Oh, also, just, like, I hate rape culture films. I'm just not into it. Um Except I did see Elle, and it's just, like, that kind of turns that whole culture. Oh, I don't know Elle. On its, oh, God. Yeah, yeah you got to see that. Okay. Um...
0: I don't.
1: Yeah, what movie? What movies would be like that highlight of rape culture? I'm just trying to like. I like or those TV shows where it's like, they're always like some woman's getting like raped and then you know a man comes to their rescue. That's, yeah, that's you know I'm just yeah. like over that shit. Like, I'm, what is I'm happening? With you on that. I'm like, with what you. am I watching? Like, this is yeah. not fun. And
0: it's. It's, it's really complex, and it, it's another subject matter that deserves its own podcast, Yeah. like its own episode, because that is something that's like – it's a problem. It's an issue that people are not talking about, and – yeah, that's a weird note. I don't want to really end on that weird note, but, but yeah, like, it does need it does need its. Uh, <laughs>
1: there's so much there to unpack. No, there is, but the, I mean, if you just asked me, like, what I was, no, I great. what I was, uh, what I was avoiding or genres, yeah, there's definitely no genre I will avoid. Like, I love all of it because um, everything makes me feel differently. Um, right. What's funny is that I guess mentally I wanted to avoid. Uh, Medea, a Christmas movie, but apparently um, I don't have boundaries either.
0: Hey, yeah, I don't. Because we put ourselves through one hell of a fucking watch tonight. Yeah, we did. And we will never, ever, ever do it again. Ever.
1: <laughs> again. Oh my God.
0: <laughs> Thanks for uh, watching it with me, Travis. Thank you uh, for sharing this holiday Aww, movie yay. and spending the time with me to talk about it. If you want more from Travis Coles, you can follow him on Twitter at travisties. that is T-R-A-V-I-S-T-I-E-S. Also, check out his UCB mess hall team, Fancy. They perform on Sunday nights at the inner UCB Inner Sanctum at 7 p.m. Check the schedule to see when their team is up, as well as they'll perform at Herald Late Night on the UCB Sunset Stage. Also, you can see him performing in great sketch comedy um, videos online with on the show Elite Daily Show on Go90's Verizon Streaming. Um, network definitely check out the videos that star travis coles because he will definitely make you laugh that's a guarantee travis coles is very funny A reminder that if you use the promo code once at the DevastatorPress.com website when making your purchases, you will get 10% off of those books. So definitely check those books out, including Stay at Home Scarface, using the promo code once to get 10% off. Thank you again for listening to the podcast. If you please go on to iTunes and rate, review, and subscribe. Your reviews and ratings will get more listeners to the podcast. And subscribing also pushes up that popularity. I hope you're enjoying. Please bring others to the podcast. As well as you can stay up to date on the podcast through other avenues, as, such as Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat, all under the same handle of at I-W-W-A-O. Also, there's a Tumblr at IWillWatchAnythingOnce.tumblr.com. And if you have movies as a listener that you want me to watch and discuss, please email me at I will watch anything once at Gmail com. I would love to discuss movies that my listeners think that I should see. That will be a lot of fun for all of us. So thank you again for listening to the podcast. I hope you have a wonderful holiday season this year and a happy new year. And remember, if you haven't seen it once, you can't complain.
1: There's literally no way a movie that Has a guy you spit as lube and make it realistic, not win best picture. Like that is so insane. I agree.
0: This has been a Boardwalk Audio podcast. For more information and shows, visit BoardwalkAudio.com. Don't forget to rate and subscribe now.